Hello and welcome to the Student Voice podcast. My name is Caroline Duggan and I will be hosting this new podcast series from NUI Galway. Over the next number of weeks, I will be chatting with current NUI Galway students about their particular course. So if you are a leaving or pre-leaving cert student and you are considering your university options for next year, then this podcast is definitely for you. Likewise, if you're a parent, guardian, teacher, or maybe a guidance counsellor of a Leaving Cert class, please share the link and encourage your students to listen in. Because hopefully, hearing these first-hand accounts from current students will really help a student in their decision-making process. My guest today is Marissa Britton. Marissa is from Dublin. She attended secondary school in Colossia Cushliffy and the Institute of Education, and she is currently completing her PhD in biomedical engineering at NUI Galway. Marissa, you are very welcome to the Student Voice podcast. Thanks, Megan, Caroline. Great. Marissa, I want to begin by taking you back to your leaving search year. Um, and I just wanted to know, did you have a clear idea about what you wanted to study after the leaving cert? Um, to be honest, I didn't really. I had no idea. Um, originally, I thought that I might want to do veterinary. But after having done work experience there, I thought maybe it wasn't for me. Um, and then I just I was thinking something sciencey. I knew I wanted to go down the science and math route of things, but I really hadn't a clue. Really, it's very yeah. hard to know. <laughs> yeah, it is. At seventeen, it's so hard to know. And you know, um, I think a lot of students would find themselves in the same boat as you. Very unsure, maybe torn between a number of options, but not just not a hundred percent sure. Can I ask you what kind of research did you do to try and kind of narrow down your choice? Um, I had a few lo- a bit of looking online, and I went to. Our school held an open evening and there were universities that came around and told us what the different courses available were. Um, so I kind of chatted to them a bit. Um, and then I also went to an open evening in, I only went to one open evening in UCD uh, to look at chemistry because for a while I decided, oh, chemistry is what I want to do. That's That's for me. And then I completely did a 180 and I was talking to my dad and my friends in uh, in secondary school like that's kind of where I mainly got my not information from but I was talking to them what are you thinking of doing why are you thinking of doing this and um one of them was thinking of doing engineering because it was such a broad course and you didn't really have to decide what you want to do for the rest of your life because there's so many other things you can do at the end of an engineering degree so I was talking to her and my dad is an engineer and my cousins were engineers so I talked to them as well and that's kind of how I came upon engineering and did my research just through more so talking to people about it as opposed to kind of almost looking like looking at the information. Yeah and that's interesting isn't it because you know sometimes we kind of discount our parents and we don't want to hear their advice but sometimes you know they have really good insight yeah, and now my dad was like, he is very much a man who wants you to make your own decisions. So he gave me the objective information and didn't sway me in, I, in any direction. 
Um, but yeah, like I still respect obviously his input and his advice and what he thinks. Um, so that did help in kind of making my overall decision. Okay. Can I talk to you a little bit about your subjects, maybe your favorite subject and the subjects you chose for the Leaving Cert? Did those play a part, do you think? Um, yeah, I definitely think they did. Looking back now, um, I chose biology, chemistry, art and German. And art might sound like a bit of a strange one to have in there, but engineering is all about designing things and putting things together. So I think maths or uh, maths, chemistry, biology and art kind of would have been the best subjects to have, well, not to have done, but that I did that helped me with engineering or led me down that path. Yeah, the only other ones I would possibly recommend someone who is thinking of doing engineering is physics or um, applied maths. But I didn't do those and I picked them up no bother in first year. Everybody starts from scratch. So that's one of the good things about the course. Okay. Um, Just to come in on the maths, because for maths, for most of the engineering degrees, at least at NUI Galway, you do need the H4 in maths. Um, Did you get that in the Leaving Cert? Yeah, I did. Now, I did my Leaving Cert back in the days (laughs) where there weren't H4s as A's B's and C's. Um, But I did manage to get it. But I do know plenty of people who um, may not have gotten it. And I um did the entrance exam and I wouldn't have known unless those people told me they're at no disadvantage compared to anyone else in the course um and everyone like there is a great first year for engineering is a great foundation year for everybody like it's you're kind of expected to know nothing going in like so it is so that's the engineering maths qualifying exam so basically if a student didn't for whatever reason any exam can go wrong on the day you know just whatever can happen so if you didn't secure the h4 and you're leaving cert you can come on to the campus here at nui galway a few days after the leaving cert results come out sit the special maths exam and that's kind of like a second opportunity a second bite of the cherry to meet the maths requirement for engineering yeah And I think it's interesting what you said there, Marissa, that you didn't really notice any difference between the standard of maths for those students who come in that route and those that come in on the Leaving Cert. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And even there's one boy that I knew that he had gotten a A1 in physics, so a H1 in physics um, in today's standards, and he hadn't uh, quite matches, didn't go well from on the day, but clearly he was well able. And he did that court, he did that exam to get in and, you know, it was no bother to him. Yeah, that's great. Um, really, I don't think there's much of a difference. Like, there's no difference, really. You don't know unless you tell, unless you tell someone that you've sat that exam, nobody no, has ever figured it out yeah. or no one. There's nothing wrong with it either like obviously yeah yeah obviously yeah so I just want to talk to you about so you know obviously you're based in Dublin you have lots of universities on your doorstep what made you make that decision to come to Galway um a few different things there was a few plain factors um for ages I had my heart set on going to college in Dublin not heart set I just kind of had resigned myself to the fact that I'd be going to college in Dublin that's what everyone from Dublin does nobody none of I think two of the people I was friends with in secondary school decided to venture outside of the capital and it's just Dublin 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 is the only thing kind of yeah you're fed it's Um, it's very hard to get them to come outside the pale um and I suppose it is like the whole I was lucky that I could come outside of Dublin that 
um my parents were in a position to pay for me to rent out here um but um I had talked to my um cousin kind of the week before the CAO closed um your decision making um and she was in she just finished her first year of college in NUIG and I had been already kind of thinking of maybe going. My mom was trying to say, oh, I think you should move out, <laughs> trying to get rid of me. <laughs> um, and um, one of my best friends was also considering doing uh, journalism down in NUI Galway. So we kind of were, th- it was on my mind that I might go there, but we hadn't quite nothing concrete yet and then talking to my cousin and how well she'd gotten on in her first year here and just sounded like great freedom and a lovely city everything was so was so tight and compact like you know walking distance from town walking distance to the beach and she just sold it very well to me and when I got here I realized that you know she was right in everything that she'd been saying yeah yeah, wonderful. So um, can I just ask you, in terms of, um, did you come in on the undenominated engineering degree then for first year, GY401? Yeah, I did. I hadn't a clue which type of engineering I'd like, so I decided to go in on undenominated. Okay. So what did you kind of study then in first year? What does that cover? You you said you get a great foundation, and even if you haven't done maybe physics for the leaving cert, everything is kind of taken from scratch. Am I right? Yeah, everything is taken from scratch. So first semester when I was there, and I think it's probably still the same, um, is you do uh, chemistry and you do a bit of graphics. So graphics is um, like technical graphics, um, drawings um, of engineering parts and um, chemistry. So you're taking, you basically do the Leaving Cert course of chemistry or the important parts of that in the first three months of college or the first semester. And it started as if nobody knows chemistry. So you're at no disadvantage if you haven't done it before. And so we did that. And then we also did a bit of coding and uh, working on Excel sheets and MATLAB, which is a computer course uh, or a computer program. And so we did that first semester. In the second semester, we did physics and um again it was very similar to leaving cert physics but if you hadn't done it before you were at no disadvantage and it was assumed that nobody knew anything and um we also did um, a bit of applied math and just kind of just things that you will need uh, for a good structure or foundation to continue on your studies in engineering so it kind of puts everyone at the the same level heading into second year so then in second year, you chose to go into biomedical engineering, but there's a lot of other options open to students. Am I right, Marissa? Yeah, there's loads of other options. So there's mechanical and um, energy. There's two types of energy, kind of a civil energy and mechanical energy. And then there's civil engineering as well, electronic and computer engineering and electronic and electrical engineering. I think it was them and biomedical engineering, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so there's lots and lots of choice. But how did you arrive on the decision that biomedical was for you? Um, well, I was I was tied in between because I enjoyed the coding part of it and I was kind of like, oh, God, maybe I should do the electronic and that might be good. And then I was like, oh, but I really like the the biology and the maths and um, I really enjoy the biomedical end of things and that's tying back to having done bio- biology and leaving cert just kind of carrying on with that always I was always very interested in it 
and it just kind of tied together all the bits that I liked into one area and um also and Galway is like such a hub for biomedical engineering that um if I ever wanted to get a job here afterwards I'd be sorted yeah yeah so there's a lots and lots of biomedical engineering um in the city which is amazing talk to me a little bit about your your third years did you do a work placement in third year then around biomedical engineering yeah I did a work placement in one of the large companies here in Galway and um so that was from January until August um and it's a big it's a big shock to the system now compared to being uh, a college student to going from working um eight to five every day but it was a great experience just in kind of getting to know what I was interested in and what job I'd like to do in the future and maybe even just ruling out what jobs I am not necessarily interested in in a company in the future you could you get to see how the company works and you're like oh well I, I wouldn't mind kind of like aiming for that sort of a job in the future as opposed to another job that you've seen the ins and outs of so I, I, that's that's really interesting. So it kind of helps you to rule in and rule out what you know, what you think you'd be really good at after you graduate. Yeah, I think so. Because even uh, like placement is kind of a mixed bag. You can have a great placement experience or kind of like, a you know, you might be doing a job that you're not necessarily very interested in. And that um, like the job I was doing during placement, I wasn't massively interested in it. But I just know that now that's not exactly where I want to go. I can focus my interest somewhere else. Like I met lovely people and worked with great people on placement, but it just wasn't exactly what I want to do. So that's kind of, um, it's probably, it's it's positioned where I want to go in the future a bit more clearly. I know what I don't want to do now, which is a kind of a great thing to know. It's a great thing to know. It's a big plus. Exactly, Marissa. Um, Marissa, just in terms of giving some advice to maybe um, a Leaving Cert student who's listening to this podcast and maybe considering engineering and not maybe 100% sure, you know, what advice would you give them? I just don't think you're ever going to be 100% sure at what you want to do as well. I think it's very hard to be 100% sure on anything ever. And I do think that there's just so many opportunities at the other end of engineering. You can do so many different jobs. Um, I know people who've just gone into the business and consultancy end of things, people who've kind of um, gone into research and further further academia, and then people who have um, were, uh, sorry, people who have uh, gone into industry and um, are working here in Galway, or a lot of people, there's a lot of biomeds, um, or engineering jobs all over the world. So I know people working in Canada, people working in um, America, and people working all over Europe as well. So it just really, it's kind of, it's... It opens a lot of doors to you, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And it might not be what you want to do forever. I think it's very hard to know at 16, 17, 18, what you want to do forever, and even me now, I don't know what I want to do forever, but... Yeah, you following things that you kind of are interested in and different doors will open along the way you can't really plan out your whole life no and uh, which is no. I know what it feels like when you're trying to put down your CEO you're like oh god this is what I have to do for you know ever ever but there's always postgraduate courses and masters afterwards as well and just plenty of opportunities as long as you show to a company that you are a good problem solver um and you can um, think logically, which is what an engineering degree shows. There's so many opportunities for different career paths. 
That's amazing. That's really, really great um, insight, Marissa. Um, Marissa, just because you've come, you came from Dublin to Galway, obviously accommodation in first year would have been an issue for you. So can you just tell me about how you went about sorting your first year accommodation? So um, back in probably April before I, or April or May, I'm not quite sure now, it was a while ago now, uh, before my first year of college, so before the Leaving Cert, I had applied for accommodation in a few different universities. I just wasn't sure where I was going to end up. Um, so I um, applied for Cara Peer in NUI Galway and I got it. But then, as it turned out, the day that the CEO results came out, I um, had a very good friend that was moving down to Galway as well. And she knew one other girl that was going to be coming. And we decided that we might try and find an apartment together or a house together. So we looked on all the house hunting websites. Um, there's a great, if you Facebook, there's a great Facebook page um, called um, House Hunting, Galway House Hunting for Sound People, which, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, which is very helpful if you don't know anyone coming down here and you're just looking for a room and you haven't been successful in other avenues. Um, although for first year, so we, we eventually got a house um, from daft.ie, I think that some uh, somebody was renting a three-bed apartment for the three of us, and it was perfect. But I think in hindsight, um, if I could go back and change one thing, maybe it would be have to to stay in Carb. I had a great time living out in first year in with the girls that I lived with. Although I think it's just you're so close to college in Carb, and there's so many other first year around you you've just so many opportunities to meet new people when you're living yeah. in kind of that student specific student accommodation yeah. um yeah so that's the one kind of yeah that's that's great advice so I think if you do get offered maybe Carb or Goldcrest particularly in your first year it's a good option maybe to take it because as you said you are on campus and you are meeting lots and lots of first years from different courses yeah because everybody's going to be in the same boat as you and I suppose um this year maybe more so than other years that probably be important to be near other people that are going through the same kind of strange situation yes yeah with the with the with the coronavirus absolutely um just you've went on to do your master's uh, marissa and you're now completing your phd um can i just talk to you about the, the, those choices because certainly as you pointed out yourself there's no lack of job opportunities for engineers and particularly biomedical engineering in galway so why did you decide to continue with your studies as opposed to you know go out into the into the world of work um to be honest, I had initially planned on doing a master's and then emigrating to Australia and exploring the world. Yes. Um, and then a lecturer had kind of um, sent an email to myself and a few other students in our year and was like, you know, would you would any of you be interested in pursuing further study in terms of a PhD? And at first I was like, oh, my God, no, God, can't imagine spending another four years studying, because especially in final year, it's a very intense year. You're kind of like, need to, you know, can't wait to take a year off and go and relax and just not be in the engineering building from 9 a.m. until midnight every day. <laughs> but um, towards the end of the year, um. It, I kind of came round to the idea a bit more um, and just through talking to my uh, lecturers and uh, kind of following their advice and talking to 
um, my friends to see what they were doing. Um, I didn't actually end up doing a master's. I just went straight into the PhD. Um, but that has the option of um, how I decided to stop after the halfway point or after a year or two in there. I could have gotten a master's. And yes. um, yeah. that was kind of one of my reasons. I was like, well, if worst comes to worst, I can get a master's out of this. Um, and, you know, my friends would be doing master's anyway. A lot of them were staying on to do the master's. Um, just as a lot of other universities, um, so obviously UCD and Trinity, um, back when I was graduating, they had their five-year courses in place. And I think NUIG has now brought that in for undergraduates now, um, where engineering is now kind of mainly going to be a five-year course, um, yeah. including a master's. And um, so, yeah, I just kind of um, decided that I wanted to make sure that I gave myself the best opportunities in the future to do the jobs that I would be interested in. And um, I thought and that... Some, yeah, sometimes yeah. when you're in the study mode as well and you're, you're, all, you're kind of, you might as well just keep going to some extent because it's harder to come back, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think I ever would have been able to come back. Um, well, maybe, but um, I think it's a, it's a lot harder to come back than to stay, to stay in the student's mindset and the student kind of, you know, spending budget and all that sort of stuff it's a lot easier to kind of stay in it and just keep going while you're while you're going um, yes. and to yeah. go off and get a job and start earning money <laughs> I know that up. Yeah, um, yeah hard to give all that up then um Marissa can I just ask you one question I ask all my uh, guests is um if you could give some advice to your 17 year old 18 year old self uh, one piece of advice what would that be um I would say to take full advantage of your college years. Say yes to as many opportunities as you can. Meet as many new people as you can and just enjoy it and don't worry too much. And to obviously the academic side of things is important to keep up with that. But I think another really important aspect of college is to meet people and to develop yourself as a person, um, which is done through interacting with other people I think so just join clubs and societies or whatever you're interested in kind of you know and that's a great way to make friends as well so particularly if you're coming to Galway maybe you know you are the only one coming from your school to NUI Galway and um, clubs and societies are a great way to make friends yeah definitely a great way to make friends and there's so many different clubs and societies out there that there's kind of one for everyone. There's a place for everyone. You may not have, maybe in school, you may not have um, had people with the exact same interests as you, but there's so many different clubs and societies um, in NUIG that you'll definitely find somebody that <laughs> likes the same stuff that you like. Great. Listen, Marissa, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I want to wish you the best of luck in the PhD and in your future career plans. I have no doubt that you're going to be um, a shining uh, light um, as regards a graduate of our university. So well done and best of luck. So thank you. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Caroline. <laughs> You. So next week, I'll be joined by um, Amy Keeney. And Amy is currently studying occupational therapy at NUI Galway. So again, if you know of any student thinking about occupational therapy, please encourage them to listen in and join us next week. Um, and until then, Slonga Fall. Mm -hmm.